This is where the magic happens, but especially today because we have Melissa St. Hilaire with us. And she is St. Hilarious. Uh, yeah, this is going to be fun. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yay. Glad to be here. Uh, thanks for joining is... me and Angie. Yeah. Hi, Angie. Calls me, yeah, it's so weird. Ryan always calls me Angie, and it's, um, it's what my family calls me. So it's a, it feels natural for him to call me Angie because we're astral siblings. But uh, at the same time, I'm, it's always kind of jarring when I'm in LA and someone calls me Angie. Hey, here. Angie, get over here, Angie. <laughs> yep, yep. In Florida, it's like nobody calls me Angela. And I can see my mom and my brother get jarred when people do. My mom once told me, she goes, if I knew so many people were going to call you Angie, I would have just named you that. And I was like, oh, thank God you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys might remember Melissa because we talk about her a lot. I guess we've never had you on, right? I don't think so. No. Yeah. First oh my time. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, Melissa is a inc- an incredibly gifted psychic medium, um, all around fucking amazing human being. Pisces, Aquarius, Moon. You know, just like. One of my most favorite witches of all time. I even teased my hair to try to make it as beautiful as yours. Any patrons watching this, this was my effort to match Melissa's hair today. Me too. Me too. too. (laughs) Ryan. Yeah. um, Melissa's also rescuer of cats. Um, Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) I am. I have like six indoors. (laughs) And uh, if people remember Angela and I talking about uh, seances, um, Mm -hmm. I've done two with you angela's done i think three or is there more i don't even know because i think you did one yeah there was one that you did previously where you're like oh my god we have to do a seance we have to do a seance with oh my god and then so we did the first one and then we did the second uh it was my place and the second one was at your spot and uh so fun such a such a uh a good time i mean because like these things are supposed to be fun too i think sometimes we can get uh and not that it doesn't have its place uh, when it comes to the paranormal or magic to like have formality and like ritual can be very serious at times. Mm-hmm. But I've just never really been that kind of guy who like yep. wants that all the time. Um, right. I think you can have just as much uh, power or it can be just as powerful when people are having like an exuberant amount of fun doing the thing. Um, well, exactly, because it, that raises the vibrations. You know, yep. so if you th- if you think about it, you know, we have to raise our vibrations in order to meet spirits and spirits kind of have to lower theirs to meet us. So being in sort of like a joyous, casual state is perfect. Exactly. Oh, that's funny. I like I like that visual image. It's almost like spirits are like the adult and they're like coming down to a needed and we're down there going, hey, 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 listen to me, listen to me. And they're like, okay, let me come down and talk. What's that little, what's that little kid? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> okay, I'll dance. <laughs> you want me exactly. to knock on the wall for you? Okay, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> and we're like, oh my God, oh my God, you knocked on the wall. And the dog's totally. like, what the fuck? Like, this is all totally. it takes to get you fucking crazy over here? <laughs> Totally like that. They're so generous with us. The first one I did with Melissa was so much fun. And it was funny because, um, you know, because I, uh, one thing, a couple of things we're going to talk about today. Um, Melissa's amazing at protection. We're going to talk a little bit about that, especially with like, you know, the state of the world at the moment. Um, We're also going to talk about the new moon and a little Hakate talk and how to honor her and get basically whatever you want out of life. Um, But when I did the the seance with Melissa, I'm always worried, you know, especially using someone else because it's like 
how protected is the space? Like what's going to get in? Melissa's space is so well guarded. I feel like those cats are working for you too. Do you feel that way? Oh, oh, fully. Yeah. Oh my God. Those cats. I I think I attract more cats when I need more protection because I've got the six indoor and every single one of those is a rescue. And then I have three that have moved into my yard outdoors. I'm like, okay. I love it. Melissa's the most amazing backyard too. We were um, FaceTiming the other day and and I'm like, oh my God, it's so glorious. And she's like, this was my favorite chair, but the outdoor cats got to it. (laughs) It's just like a sacrifice to the familiars. This is going to be great timing because this comes out. um, I was just double checking, but this, this episode will come out on the new moon. Yes, I know. Uh, so you probably God, already so knew that, but um, Melissa is uh, also sharing in. Um, sorry to interrupt you, Ryan, but uh, I, before I forget, I'm so excited about this. In our secret segment, Melissa is sharing something that I've been trying to get her to tell me forever, oh. and she's never told anybody. And it's about working with Hakate, and Melissa oh, has oh, some serious Hakate benefits. I know. I'm like, I'll pay eleven dollars to hear this. So if anybody's a patron right now, you can watch this. You only have to pay two dollars a month to watch everything we do. Um, you get a postcard. I'm sending postcards with magical messages on them right now. And anybody at the eleven dollar tier gets to hear all of our secret episodes, which have lots of great magical things. Sometimes they're just really filthy things Ryan and I aren't comfortable giving away for free. But today's secret's gonna be the best whatever. And just um, <laughs> as a quick recap from last week if anybody was really wondering i honestly i obviously wasn't going to make hakate memes um <laughs> if anybody thought that was like we like, were talking like we were, we were um, talking i obviously about have no intention i was not been making. you know i know better than yeah. to do something like that but um it was funny to like <laughs> try to get angela riled up about it but um okay so so we're going to we're going to talk about hakate today right Mm-hmm. And honor um, the dark moon. And on, and so okay, and, so you take the lead here, like, uh, and uh, let's let's talk about this like protection thing because I think a lot of people are due to the fact that we're all so isolated um, for the most part. Um, people can always feel like can get really fired up and get angered, or you know, some people might call it triggered mm-hmm. by things that are on social media or things that are um, being messaged them. Like it's not so much a person to person in in physical space kind of confrontation, but um, so I mean I think protection in general can apply um, also to you know protecting ourselves from that kind of thing too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Melissa and I were talking um, like a week ago, maybe longer. It's been a while, but um, <laughs> time is no longer real. What is <laughs> it never time? was. It never was. We just really noticed since we've been quarantined. Um, but we were talking about, uh, and I asked her, because I keep getting crazy downloads about this, this yes. whole uh, whatever's going on, what's, how it's going to advance, because I'm like, the whole time I'm like, this is not going to just be snuffed out. And then we were speaking and she's been getting beautiful downloads. The very, we're so aligned in this. Even today when we were messaging about green tea, I was like, holy shit, man. Like, and also I do want to have other psychics on to talk about their downloads, but I wanted to start with you. The thing you said, tell them what you told me. I mean, tell them everything, but tell them, start with uh, the earth with being a dog with fleas. Oh yeah. 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 Well, we were, we were drinking wine and getting silly and having it. <laughs> My mom the next day kept shaming me because there was an entire bottle empty. And I was like, I was on the phone with her for like four hours. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. So we took a deep dive, but, um, but I think what did we land on? Well, I kind of just blurted out that, 
the earth is basically like a dog with fleas and we're the fleas. And what this whole pandemic is, is the dog shaking those excess fleas off. And, you know, which is unfortunately kind of harsh. Like when I started. (laughs) I know, but you're not harsh. You're not, you said, (laughs) what I also loved was you were like, people didn't realize she is a sentient being. And I love it because I always call earth her too, which I guess a lot, most people, you know. Mother earth, yeah. Yes, Mother Earth. And and the whole idea of her being sentient and just like living with fleas and more and more fleas and finally she's just fucking had it. Well, totally, yeah. Because I mean, if you think about it, like if you actually look at the Earth as a sentient being, which I know some people are going to think I'm wackadoodle for saying that, but you know, it changed. Not like, our listeners. <laughs> right, but like, and also what defines sentience? You know what I mean? Like we mm. have our own sort of very narrow view of what sentience is, but the more we like expand into outer space and meeting alien life, we're going to get a much vaster view of it, right? And you know, I think the Earth is sentient. I think the sun is sentient. I think all these celestial bodies have a sentience to them, you know? and I mean, look at what we've done to the earth. I mean, really look at it. You know, like if you look, I mean, we're, we've crisscrossed it with roads and trapped it in a net of pavement. You know what I mean? Like we destroy beautiful parks and all these beautiful vistas and areas because we want to have like another, I don't know, Walmart or something, you know? And like after a while, it's like, how much is too much? And when can, when do we learn our lesson? And when do we stop? destroying everything and yeah. like finally taking a breather and you know loving our planet <laughs> yeah just dumping like bleach down our toilets because we're too lazy to really scrub them i mean these little tiny things um melissa is also a non-meat eater and it's funny because i was talking yesterday ryan i got on the phone with karen ronkowski who uh, I, I've only met like a couple times since she and Ryan do a lot of paranormal investigation. I can't wait to connect you with her. She has a podcast, Paranormal Karen. She is divine. And this is like the best thing about finding people in this community who are just like loving and giving, like you're absolutely like this. She and I were talking about the downloads she's getting too. And um, so much of it, she also doesn't eat meat. And I think, you know, it's one thing if you, for people, she said she's very careful about that because it puts people off. And I absolutely understand. But I I think that's because a lot of it is a a defensiveness. You know, people don't, people like me, they don't want to be ashamed of eating it. And I'm never going to shame anybody for it. You know, it's being like different degrees of empathic. There we go. Um, (laughs) But, but at the same time now, the, the one thing that can't be argued is like, the the meat and the factory farming and the damage it is now doing to earth and the fact that so many you know psychics and intuitives and empaths have already been feeling that and and maintaining a better connection to the earth i think is also um part of feeling like it, you know it's it's all cyclical like what came first but um i i i think weren't we texting today and i said something about going out and putting sticking my toes in the grass every day Yes. What did you say to me earlier? Oh God, I don't there's remember. so much to cover. <laughs> Let me ask a quick question. Let me ask a quick question before we move on, if I may. the The idea of you know, I, I love the idea of Earth being sentient and everything mm-hmm. being sentient. I'm totally into that vibe. And but this is my and this question just occurred to me as you were talking about this. And if we as these human creatures most of us, I, I don't, I don't want to say most of us, I don't want to label it by numbers, but there are a portion of human beings who believe that we are these immortal entities, 
you know, temporarily occupying these, you know, these flesh suits. And then there are those of us who believe that there is birth, there's death, and there's nothing before or after. And there's those who believe there's heaven and, or whatever else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm on the reincarnation side. But if subconsciously all human creatures, without realizing it, are aware that Earth is this quote-unquote playground, that other entities will come here to you know, experience a good time, right? Um, if we subconsciously believe this is a playground and, or, and know it, do, do you think that in kind of much in the same way a kid would go to a playground and not care if he wiped his snot on the railing and cleaned it up or not, right? Uh, but he would never do that at home because his mom would beat his ass, right? Um, so do you, do you think there's like an aspect of us subconsciously understanding that this is a temporary playground for our spirits and therefore the importance of maintaining it um, doesn't register with us. Not, th- not that um, a lot of us are trying to be, you know, overtly disrespectful of the place, but it just doesn't occur to us that like, oh, leave the playground good for those who have to come after you. Um, because they know, well, this is just a playground. It's all temporary. So it doesn't fucking matter if it's here. Oh, kinda, you know what I mean? That makes a lot of sense, actually. And wow, what a really interesting way to look at it. I'm fascinated. Yeah, I, I would not be surprised if subconsciously we're all on that level. I mean, if you really think about it, because that really rings true. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah, but I mean... It, but it shows like you know, a level of maturity too. But there's like a level of maturity that comes with enjoying a playground and also ensuring and wanting other people after you to be able to also enjoy it, right? Because it's, right. it's the yeah. lack of foresight from from a kid who would who would do that kind of thing, right? I, so, I feel like karma is somehow linked with what, because if you're talking about reincarnation, you're talking about the idea of, you know, that we're these immortal beings and we've, you know, I always picture it like a pearl necklace, like we're the string in each lifetime is each pearl on the necklace. Ooh. Right. And, but it's, but it's interesting because you, you got to start out somewhere, assume, I mean, I assume, and then end somewhere. So like, I kind of sort of believe that we reincarnate until we don't anymore, you know, like we've learned our karmic life lessons and we finally sort of, I know, upgrade to spirit guides or something. Yeah. And, um, and so taking what Ryan's saying, it's kind of interesting because you could say that some younger um, life forms are the ones who are sort of mistreating the earth. And those of us who have had multiple karmic lifetimes, maybe we finally start to learn our lesson and we realize this is not just a playground to completely and totally trash. You know, this is a paradise yeah. that we have to protect. You know, I yeah, know. I love that. It makes sense to you numerologically. Numerologically, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm an 11. Um, one of my friends, who's an environmental scientist, m- like major vegan and everything, she uh, walks around. Tur- I do this too, but I walk around turning off lights behind people constantly. Just why are we wasting it? That no one's in that room. Um, but she, you know, she and I both like have a joke about who has the most yellow toilet water when we visit each other because we just never freaking flush until we have to. Um, but she's an 11. Um, most of the people I know who, uh, you know, my brothers are 22, like the 11s and 22s I know are usually way more in tune with it. And I bet you're right. I bet it's just coming here, feeling the sentient beings energy of what we're walking on top of, just getting used to it more and more. Um, and I don't mean to always give like a pass to lower numbers either, but it is true. Like this is, the, it is like their first time at the playground sometimes, you know, like all the ones, Ryan, what are you with three? 
Yeah. You're pretty, yeah, but you're like a weird alien brain or something too. Well, there's I mean, something- I'm sure there are tons of threes and I'm not, I'm not like degrading any of the little numbers. I d- well, you're a three? There's no way you should <laughs> not just want to take a shit in public uh, at that number. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I go to the bathroom in public all the time. It's but not I think, just for low numbers. Yeah, but not for magic, freeing. for fun. <laughs> You shit in public for fun, not for magic. But um, I'm a water consumer. If you're a lower number, I'm not gonna. Yeah. The lower numbers, <laughs> it, but it makes me like the way that you're describing this also makes me almost feel like I should, I should be mindful of having more compassion and more empathy for those who are the the quote unquote lower maturity soul here yeah. right now yes. i'm and and so like in me because i always like take things too far sometimes i guess but i don't in this case it's might be not too far but i always I'm take like, things oh, too I far should... sometimes i guess oh wait. yeah yeah <laughs> There's a, that's yeah. a sagittarius moon that's, a, cl- that's a word yeah. salad <laughs> yeah clarity clarity has always been my strong suit most of the time <laughs> but it makes me want to have more empathy for someone like who's the CEO of Enron, you know, or, um, or dare I say, you know, the biggest monster you can imagine in your mind right now. Um, think of that person and it's like, oh, okay, I have to, I have to understand that they're not at the same place. As, I mean, because if we look at it from outside ourselves and look at it as like, okay, here's like a soul that's been through a shit ton of stuff. And they're yeah. like over here trying to, you know, make the world a better place. And here's a young soul who's just kind of like, Wah! right. Yeah. Um, that old soul, when we're looking at it, it's like they're showing compassion toward that young soul because they understand that they don't, they haven't learned yet. And, right. and it's their job to do the best they can to help, help them learn Yes. while understanding that that young soul will not want to be told what to do. Yes. Yeah. I so know finding so many. that finding and, that way. Yeah. Right? And I think also, if I may, I think also, I think it's super important for those of us who may consider ourselves to be more evolved souls to also not get any sort of a righteous attitude towards yes. those who are maybe not. And, um, you know, because along with the compassion and the understanding is like, don't belittle, don't put down, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's because that that's not helpful, you know? Yeah. Like if, and if you know what I mean? Yeah. And especially sure. right now, this is something that I talked—I I was just talking about in the secret Facebook group. People, you are seeing the best and the worst of humanity. Yes. All the animal shelters are cleared out. Um, two of my aunts are talking about fostering children. And um, I know it's amazing. And um, then you, on the flip side of that, you see people like lashing out in oh god yes online in the craziest ways um showing up to protests being kept in their houses which like i think that's all part of the plan as well you know this is uh, about to get real weird they just reopened the beaches in florida and i'm like of course you did florida of course totally crazy but on that necessity (laughs) surfing is essential (laughs) but but on that note i've been thinking you know everyone that i've encountered on this i'm i'm feeling the masks slip you know what I mean? Like everyone is, it's like everyone's true selves are yeah. shining totally bright. And so like the little, like, you know, whatever energy dork that I am, <laughs> I'm like, yes, <laughs> everybody's authentic right now. I love it for good, for bad. Like the truth is right yes. at the top. We're seeing everyone's bearing their souls 
And yep. it's like, you can't hide your shit now. You know what I, I know. mean? It's like the <laughs> ultimate full moon, but like months of a full moon. That's why there are so many breakups right now. It's yeah. crazy. My subletter, her boyfriend and she just broke up during the quarantine. Like for real broke up. Crazy. Um, I want to talk too, because Melissa and I were talking um, – we're going to like, I've been, I've been feeling out all my psychic friends and saying like, what, I don't tell them what I think because I want to see how much it aligns. But we were both feeling the same thing about this where it's probably going to ease up in the fall. Do you want to tell them what you told me? Oh God, I don't even remember now. You go, you, you go ahead. Okay. So we were both saying, cause I feel like I've been feeling like I'll be safe to come home to LA in August ish. Mm -hmm. And um, I also keep feeling like different time patterns are being shifted by things. And I think it's like Trump telling people, well, I'm not going to wear masks. So now we have all these people who follow Trump. And I'm, I, you know, I honestly, I'm about to start binding a lot of horrible people. I'm just, that's my new thing. Now, once a month, I'm going to bind someone from doing evil. Not like, hex or curse or anything just bind them and render them powerless if they that's have an already been exhibiting uh, that's an interesting yeah. etsy yep. shop you're running you I, know what I'm like? yeah. <laughs> yes. I, would, I would be a little careful with that myself but, but yeah but to go back to what you were talking about yeah okay some of it's starting we drank a lot of wine so you got to remember I have little like little yes, like, yes. memory problems so we, uh, yes. but what i remember yes so one of the things we were talking about is like also like because we're both giving psychic readings and what have you uh-huh. and and i will talk about you know i'll answer any questions that's my whole psychic thing you can ask me literally anything i talk to my guides i tell you what they say and but the one thing i've been trying to steer clear from is giving any sort of psychic predictions about what's happening with the virus and the quarantine and all this stuff yeah and Part of it is, uh, you know, just protecting myself too, but also, yeah. <laughs> but also part of it is because every time I try to tap into that stream and I always describe, um, doing psychic readings as tapping into a stream because mm -hmm. it's nothing is concrete, nothing is set in stone. You can sort of, you can sort of dive into that sort of like an astral stream and you can kind of sort of see where things are going. But at the same time, you have to keep in mind that things change constantly. And as with a stream running through a forest, a tree can fall over and cut it in two, and then boom, you've got divergent paths. Yes. So anyway, that metaphor being that every time I try to get a pulse on what's happening with this virus situation, it shifts. It's constantly shifting. Yeah. And like, for example, when on March 12th, when I had to fly back to LA and this was all just starting to happen, um, at least here, um, you know, my mom was like, oh, do you think we'll still be able to go to Italy in June? And she wants to like talk about it and plan it. And I'm like, and finally I had to say to her mom, like, I'm, I'm getting like this really strong feeling that that yeah. trip is not happening. And then she was like, well, let's make it be, you know, Ireland or something else. And um, I was at the cat. <laughs> yeah. It's the cat. Let's yes. <laughs> ignore them. Um, but I was like, it's just, you know, she's like, let's make it be Ireland or something. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I don't think Ireland's going to work either. And she kept trying to change it. Okay. She's like, well, then just come yeah. and visit us in June. And I'm like, mom, I'm telling you, I'm getting a really psychic, strong vibe that there will be no traveling in June. Yeah. And so then she pushed it to September and is keeping it in the States. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, you know, I, I don't think that we can make it concrete. I wouldn't buy plane tickets right now. And I probably shouldn't say that because, you know, if you want to buy plane tickets, go for it, buy plane tickets. But me personally, I feel like I'm, I feel like this whole rest of the year, I'm not making any plans. 
No, nope, nope, hell no. No, no. Tra- I already no said, travel plans. I, yeah, no travel plans. I'm I'm coming home and I'm having Thanksgiving amongst my friends, maybe with both of you. That would be fabulous. And yeah. Christmas, I might drive to Phoenix to see my cousin, but right. I am not. My my mom, my brother already know. Oh, there goes Ryan. Oh um, no, my you mom, can my sit, brother. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but but they already know. I'm like I'm like we're we're having a great time. But I told them I was like we're doing all this, and then don't you're not going to see me till next Christmas. <laughs> like like we're getting our fill right now. So we're going to talk about some protection. Um, I'm, I'm currently menstruating, not to brag. And, um, oh, my God, so am I. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. All the best but in I also thing. am menstruating. Right <laughs> Cancer man, when are you not menstruating? Just kidding. Um, Ouch. My... <laughs> Oh, shoot. I'm so sorry. I forgot to put my, my ear pods back in. Um, it was funny. I got my period the other day and my mom was like, Ugh, I'm so glad I don't do that anymore. And I was like, are you serious? My period days are my best days. That's always when I manifest and get great clarity. I'm so psychic. The first two days of my period, I'm fucking on fire. I mean, I, right? I feel like I'm high all day. Also, I have balanced my hormones, not to brag, so I don't get super crampy. And also, I don't know, pain, pain in I don't know. It empowers me. I'm totally fine with it. Well, also, um, you're making juicy moon blood for spells. Thank so. you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. You should see the jag going in the bathroom that I share sometimes when my brother comes over. I've never heard it <laughs> described as juicy. And, juicy uh, moon blood. <laughs> that adjective in this situation is very descriptive. Juicy. You know what? I love it. I love you. I actually um, am starting to work on these um, how-to videos that I'm going to package. And one of them is how to make a witch jar. And nice. I already put on the list, go to the dollar store, obviously not anytime soon, and buy one of those like things that has glitter and weird goo in it. And I'm mm-hmm. going to use that in lieu of menstrual blood. So when I demonstrate it, nobody has to see my They'll see like stars and crap and goo. It'll be adorable. But um, so I'm making this, I'm making a protection jar to, um, I just want to keep this on the down low. I'm burying one across the street from my brother's house. He digs his yard up way too much. There's no way I could put it there. He would freak the fuck out if he found a jar of my blood and piss and fingernail clippings and coffin nails. I've already <laughs> or- ordered a shit ton of coffin nails. I am totally locking down my mom's house and my brother's house. Nice. So um, yeah, so I'm in the midst of doing some major protection, but I would love to talk to you, a super bright light in the witch community about protection and what you would suggest for people who don't want, um, just things are getting weird. I'm also, it's not so much the virus right now too. I'm getting nervous about humanity as well. Right. And you know, to be honest, like, you know, when you talk about protection, there's so many different avenues to take. It's kind of ridiculous. It's sort of really, it's a real umbrella term. Mm -hmm. And the thing as we're talking, the thing that keeps popping up into my head, and I'm going to say my spirit guides are telling me to say this is not so much protection, but house cleaning. And I don't mean like, like with a mop. I mean like, uh-huh. I mean like cleaning the energy in your freaking house. Because think about it. This is the most a lot of people have been home right now. And this is probably the most a lot of people have been stuck with other people that they're maybe not stuck with this much. So tensions are like flying. Energy is getting a little funky. So, you know, you're going to start finding like negative energy deposits all over your space. Holy shit. This is so good. This is so good. I don't know why that's like, it seems so obvious and it hasn't even occurred to me that like, holy shit, I've been like spending so much time in this room. How have I not cleansed it in weeks? Yeah. 
Yeah. And it makes, but I mean, it makes sense though, because, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of in a time slip right now. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't have the regular routines of society to keep us on track. So don't beat yourself up if you're, (laughs) you know, in the time slip, it's normal is going to happen. I mean, I go for days and I'm like, wait, what month is it again? (laughs) Yes. yes. (laughs) Is it May yet? I don't know. Um, But yeah, so cleansing your house. Um, and, and, and here's the thing, like, you know, lots of times I recommend to people a house cleanse after, say, a holiday because you get, you know, bombarded with energy and families and flare-ups and what have you. Um, but even if you are solo in your abode, I would recommend a house cleanse at this point because you're throwing your own energy around, right? Um, so there's tons of little things that you guys can do. Um, one is to literally take your which is broom mm-hmm. and to do like a metaphorical sweeping of the energy all throughout your house. That. And, you know, uh, particularly at uh, thresholds, doorways, um, you know, and, uh, and all corners, you know, corners of the rooms because dark things like to sort of get sucked into corners and just linger there. Yeah. Um, a thing that you can also do with a broom that I absolutely love is you take the uh, the stick part, like the end part, not the fringy part of the broom, but the end of it. And in each room, you go to each wall and you bang on it like three times and, or however many times you want. I mean, three is the, the number. Three is great. Yeah. But I just like three. <laughs> <laughs> but if you feel like you need more, like go for it, you know? Um, but the bang on the walls and just say like, you know, you no energy is permitted here with you know or you know no um evil entities are allowed here without my permission like nothing is allowed here without my permission this is my space you know or however you want to say it you can even say like get out and stay out like whatever you want to do you know i just love as, that right just as long as you're sort of like taking command of the of the entities and of the energies and um so that's like one thing that you can do um, if you have red brick dust, um, mm-hmm. that's really good to lay at all the thresholds. You can even do windows. Um, that I would do after you've cleansed your house though, because you're kind of like sweep yep. it all out and then protect all of your thresholds and portals and things like that. Yes. You know? Have you ever done the thing? I have a little, um, black obsidian, like hand mirror. I someday want so badly a large one, but have you ever done the thing where you take it and you show it during a cleansing all like you just go all around and you do up and down the walls and all the nooks and then you throw the cloth over it and take it out into the sun and pull the cloth off and like it, everything has to escape but it's like to absorb that like a vacuum entities. like a spirit yeah vacuum? it's a spirit yeah. vacuum yes yeah it totally is yeah it absolutely is and i i didn't bring my tiny black obsidian mirror i have i'm probably gonna get my subletter to send a whole bunch of stuff soon but um but yeah i love that one and you can't leave it in the sun for long because you don't want to like hurt the things you pulled out and you right. you, you don't want to hurt the object anything um but that's a good one how that's do you awesome. feel i i love palo santo that creates oh palo santo is my absolute bar none favorite thing to burn yes. um there's a variety of reasons too. Like if you dig, if you dig deeply into that stuff, there's some research that sort of kind of 
it seems to suggest that both Palo Santo and sage and other things can actually burn bacteria like out of your space. So there's like mm -hmm. a scientific reason why it's good for you as well. Yeah. Um, also the particular scent of Palo Santo, it does something to your brain and it just stimulates those good vibe feelings. Like you just kind of feel happy and relaxed afterwards. And I noticed sage doesn't do that to me. But Palo Santo yeah, does it. Frankincense and myrrh totally does that for me as well. So. Oh, yeah, Palo yeah. Santo is the jam. It's like there uh, is something about that smell, the scent, that is just like, oh, yeah, here we go. Right? Like it's, it's like sweet. Yes. And then sage has always been kind of like, you know, and, and, and it's often referred to as kind of like the spiritual bleach nowadays. Yes. But, but sage, like some people don't want to walk into a room if you just saged it. For sure. No, uh, and sage is too heavy. I it's way let, I, too heavy. Yeah. 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 It, it does. It takes down barriers too. So if you set good intention and everything, yes. it, a sage wipes out even the good stuff, which people wipes, don't realize. Right. Everything. Yes. It totally clears. That's why I always tell whenever I do seances um, or my psychic circles or my mediumship classes, I'm like, don't burn the sage beforehand because you're likely to just wipe out any good spirits that you want to talk to. You yeah. Know? However, you know, if you do feel like you're in some kind of bad, sticky situation and like, cause sometimes, you know, we've all been there. Like if say you live with someone and it's a really bad breakup or whatever, like sometimes yes, hell you yes. do want that spiritual bleach, but then after you do the spiritual bleach, you want to fill it in with something uh, floral and fragrant to sort of further repel negative energies but attract the good energies back in so like yes. rose water is my go-to for sure or florida uh, water would also work too yeah i've been spraying rose water on my face and chest every day oh my god i have been too yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like but I, I i know a lot of people in a dark place i have been so good for maybe a week now a switch flip and my mom, my brother, and I are just super loving, and we're all taking space. And then we get together, and we laugh our asses off. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. Probably my marvelous witchcraft, because I am enchanting them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, there's a little bit of that too. There might be some of that too. Um, well, okay. So should we? Should we? Talk this is about a pro tip, real quick. Whenever Angela says, "I'm just kidding," she's definitely not ah! kidding. She is. <laughs> I mean, there's been a little bit. There, I, I packed knowing what was necessary for these two spirits. So, yeah, but we've been doing really well, very harmonious. My mom said the cutest thing to me the other night. She's sitting in her chair, and we were just talking about how great it's been. And my brother had just left. She made us watch all the President's Men. Not much of a movie. I'm sure it's an excellent book. I realized it was made back before people really knew how to make great film. Everybody's just sitting on their asses. Like, nobody stands in this film. Lots of asses in chairs typing. The whole fucking thing is tup, 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 tup. somebody on their ass typing. It was the most boring thing. My brother fell asleep and my mom looks at me and she goes, should we pause it? And I said, no, let him rest. <laughs> like, and he said to me later, he goes, he goes, my God, I haven't fallen asleep during a movie in like 10 years. And I was like, oh, I wanted to go to sleep too. I, but one of us needed to stay awake and humor her. Um, but then after he left, she said, um, this has been so great. I don't understand why it's been so great. Cause at first we were all pushing each other's buttons and then, um, we just kind of leaned into our shortcomings and kind of like about ourselves. I think we all got like right with like a lot of shadow work subconsciously is being done for everybody. Oh, but, sure. um, you know, and she said to me, she goes, you know what I did before I got, before you got here, I heard on NPR, I don't know what the story this was, but they talked about how you need to lower your expectations to be happy. <laughs> 
she goes, she's like, I lowered my expectations. And I was like, if, if Angie's cats destroy all my furniture, which really breaks my heart, they're, they're all their claws are capped. We are like, it's locked down in here. It's been going well, but she's like, if they destroy all my furniture, if they shit and puke everywhere, like it's fine. As long as she's not in LA where I'm worrying about her. And it was really sweet, but we, I think we all kind of lowered our expectations and now we're like rebuilding our situation, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, I, for me, it's been like an up and down kind of roller coaster ride for that whole, in that regard. Cause like in the very beginning I was like, Oh, this is great. I've got, a, I've got all this time on my hands. I can tackle all those projects I've been wanting to tackle while, while I've been too busy with life, you know? Yeah. And like I dove in, I finished editing my book. I was super psyched. I mean, that thing has been like plaguing me for months and I finally did it. Wow. And then I burned myself out. <laughs> I was like, yes. go, 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 go. And then I was like, ah, fuck it. I don't want to do anything. You know? Yes. Yes. I like that though. I love good bouts of mania. Yeah. I'm yeah. in one I'm right just, now. I can Ride tell. this wave. <laughs> <laughs> also, there was a, there was a thunderstorm today with lightning and everything. So the whole house had like, it was like all ionically charged and the Ooh. cats were freaking out. And I was, I woke up and I didn't even have any caffeine. I was just like, I started cleaning, just like going crazy from all the, you know, Florida storms are fabulous. Um, so should we talk about Hakate? Yeah, let's do it. She will punish us if we don't. Oh, dark mother. <laughs> we <Yes>. invoke thee. <laughs> yes. Ah, I love her. Um, so one of my friends, I did. I, I talked on here a little bit about a, a full moon ritual I did. Well, not much of a ritual. Um, I had a whole thing planned. And then my guides were like, not necessary. And so middle of the night, I went out into my mom's backyard naked. She was just creeping through here. I don't need her to know that I get my titties out outside sometimes. But um, I, was, I was in the backyard. And I went where neighbors would be harder for them to see me. But I did do some stuff with the moon and thank you. Yeah. And, um, and I, I went out barefoot and I, I grounded myself and I put my roots down and, and like, I felt her come in and it felt like I didn't really need much more. I just, you know, aligned with the earth, aligned with, with Hakate and, um, asked her to protect me and those I love. And it was like, totally felt like she said, sure. And, um, then our, our other friend, Aslan, who's a really great, uh, psychic healer. She texted me the next day and said, Hakate came to me and said, ask me for protection and I'll cover you. And I was like, Oh my God, she's amazing. Like she's stepping up for this whole, ugh, whatever this is. And I do feel like it morphs into something else eventually, which we, you know, we're not making like strong predictions. We're just saying, you know, don't just don't get your hopes up for like a lot of travel uh, soon. Um, but so we have a new moon, this comes out on the new moon and there's, it's just so easy to honor her. For me, the impression that I've had when she first started showing herself to me was I could not come at her if my house was unclean. And I think it's really interesting that you were talking about cleaning up energy because it for sure feels like that as well. So my basic Hakate thing that I'm just planning to do and then I'm going to see whatever I'm led to do on the new moon, I'm just going to get the whole house clean and right and do my little bit because my mom and I are, I try to stay up late so I have the house to myself and then she gets up early so we do have windows where the house is ours, you know? So I will likely do lots of burning and, and um, energy cleansing that night. Um, but then I go to the three-way crossroads, uh, just a few blocks down, and I like to leave her garlic bulbs 
I just think, I think garlic bulbs are just such a perfect thing from this planet anyway. And I love that she loves them. Um, If I can get my hands on a pomegranate, I sure as hell will leave her that as well. I like to take her. Oh, what were you going to say? I said, and some honey. You got to like, she loves the honey and it sweetens all of your manifestations. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm taking a platter to this crossroads. I'm curious as to like, like Melissa first starting to work with Hakata. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I, let me just wrap this up real quick. This, this okay. is all I'm going to do. And then I want to hear what Melissa can add to it. Um, I, I take stuff to her and I just say what I need to say, whatever. I don't do a lot of planning for magic because stuff comes through that, you know, you're supposed to do. Um, but then what's most important is you don't look back after you leave it. You don't look back. Yes. Oh. And yeah. And a lot of people I think don't know that one. So that was, that was mine. Don't okay, look back. Like, don't look back, Johnny. Don't look. One time, one time I did it. Yeah. One time I left it at my, at the crossroads in LA where I lived and um, people were coming in behind me and I had to hold the door for them. And the whole time I was like, don't look back. Don't look back. Like holding the door without <laughs> looking at them. <laughs> That's yeah. like probably yeah. one of the weirdest things you could probably experience. Someone holds the door for you, but will not l- acknowledge you in any way. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I we would feel like, are they? I did. But, oh, okay. But, and also, it's probably already weird because right, it's a huge intersection. People are waiting to cross. You know, it's like very, very urban where I live or where my apartment is. And I have like a water bottle full of red wine and dark mm-hmm. chocolate, and I go set it along the road on a, like a Saturday night or whatever it was. <laughs> Everybody just sees me. So I'm sure some homeless person really appreciated it. But yeah. yeah, so so yeah, I would love to hear Melissa talk about like your anything that comes through for you on Hakata okay, yeah. stuff. So well, with well, it's interesting because for most of my life, I've worked with other gods. Like when I was younger, I worked very much a lot with Odin and Athena, and then as I've gotten older, Neptune and Isis. Neptune is my daddy, by the way. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> with that hair, he obviously is. <laughs> But, uh, but so Hecate, it was, I, I didn't really know much about Hecate because for most of my life, I've been just a completely solitary witch since like literal childhood. And it wasn't until I moved to the Valley and I started going to Green Man that I started to hear about Hecate and classes and lectures and what have you. And it was weird because I didn't, it was like, whenever anyone would mention any names, that name, it was almost like it sparkled more than other names, if that makes any kind of sense. And I was like, who is this Hecate? Do I need to work with Hecate? Do I need to? And then I'm gonna be like, eh, I'm not gonna worry about it. And then I ended up joining a Hecate coven, which I won't get into detail about, but that was my, but that was really my major introduction to her and to how to honor her. And we would do the um, uh, sacred fires and we would do all these like big rituals and, and spells and what have you. But the interesting thing about that is, she appeared to me very differently than she appeared to the other people that was in that coven. And we've since parted ways because we kind of, I think all discovered that we're on different paths. And I walk, I don't want to say like light versus dark or whatever, because that's whatever. We're all duality, right? Yeah. Um, But the way that she presented to them, which I won't, that's their story I won't get into, but it was sort of the opposite of how she presented to me. And what she came to me as, because I went into this meditation mode and I was like, okay, I have to sit and think about what does Hecate mean to me? Like, what does she represent? And what came to me was earth. And it was like, I saw this huge mountain and then in front of it, this giant redwood. And 
and I and I had to like look up at the top of the redwood and it was like I was looking at Hecate that within the tree was her form her dark mother holy form. shit dude yeah. that's amazing and she's looking down at me and I get this really strong sense of you are nothing but an ant to me but it, but it wasn't negative. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't like, and I'm going to squish you. It was like, you have to understand that I am so ancient and I am so vast that you are literally meaningless to me. Wow. But, that, but that being said, I still find meaning in you. I still will find that meaning and you are still a spark and you're still special, what have you, you know? And so it was sort of like humbling because it was like, Oh my God, I'm an ant. I am nothing. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it was a lesson because it was like, there is no ego allowed here. Wow. That's you what, fe- that's for sure how she feels. Like yeah. she just doesn't play. She has no, one night when she, when she, when you came over and I showed you that dark spider web that she had left after I cleaned the shit out of my apartment, she leaves this crazy, it was like a dust web hanging. Like, I hope it's still there. Yeah. I need to actually tell myself, don't fuck with that web. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I called her in and whoosh instant and behind me, she always shows up behind me almost like just to see if I can, t- I, I think it's, she's always challenging me to see if I'm going to get fucking scared. But I turned around and I start babbling. And I'm, at first I was like, here's what I need, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, so I just, I honor you. I'm aligned with you. You know, I respect you. And I started saying this and, and she was like, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Wrap it up, Angie. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's totally the thing. Like that. And that's the thing. And it's so funny because you know, there are so many people who do these big, giant, elaborate rituals that take so long. And, and I, the vibe that I always get from her is, what is up with this pageantry and bullshit? Yes! <laughs> me too, me too. This is a goddess who, if you sweep up your floor-like stuff, your, your garbage on your floor, your, whatever, dust, yeah. she likes that as an offering. Totally. She likes that. You're cleaning your space. You're cleansing. You're like you're working. You're not – to build a big, dumb thing does not impress her. She's, no. just, she's beyond that. And the earth thing – um, for anybody who's maybe like just learning about Hecate for the first time, she rules the sea. She rules the oceans. She rules hell. She she's she a titan. rules the she's a fucking titan. Like I loved it when I told you um, about somebody being like, oh, I think I scared Hecate away, and I and I was like, uh, not possible. And uh, and you go, Zeus bowed before her. <laughs> That's <laughs> reaction. True. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so. It, we're, we're going to talk in secrets about Melissa's um, amazing Hakata experience, but because um, she's been really good to you, and I feel like oh she's God. kind of a slow burn. Like she it, is she definitely yes, yeah, a slow she, burn. Yep, she doesn't deliver right away. But um, and and I just want to be clear also because I you know I make fun of Christian. I make fun of Christians. I love Jesus. I think his energy is so great and sweet and. Um, like kind of sensual, honestly, like he's got a good vibe. Um, but I, I like him and he's been showing himself a lot to me when I, when I'm doing, um, phone readings with people, he's like, tell them I'll protect them. Like, and I'm like, I, okay, I'll mention it. Do you too? Are you getting yes! oh my God. Oh, like crazy? Yes. I literally, and like, and like, okay. So I was raised totally like without religion. I was raised spiritual, but not me religious. Too. Yeah. Right. But like my dad was raised Catholic. My mom was raised Protestant. They were like, we just don't want to deal with all that hoopla. So like most of my life, I've not not really, I've not been indoctrinated or anything like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I don't really 
work with Jesus all that much, you know, but I do recognize yeah. he's a hot piece of ass, but I don't work with him. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Very Aries. Real Aries man. As someone who is like constantly destroyed by Aries men. Yes. That That's so weird because I get like, oh, weird because I kind of get a Leo. I mean, destroyed in the great, anyway, the best way. <laughs> but yeah, but, but here's the thing. Like, so the other day, so my trainer, he gives me free training and I give him free psychic readings, right? It's like a good barber Amazing. system. And so I'm talking to him on the phone and we're trying to figure out how to set up social distance training. And, um, and all of a sudden I just, he's asking me, he's like, you know, who should I be working with? Like blah, blah, blah. And cause we've been kind of talking about how some of us aren't, some of my clients and what have you aren't really hearing their spirits as loudly as they used to, but they feel oh my God. mine too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. And I'll, t- I'll tell you that in a second, but, um, cause I'm already starting to lose my train of thought, but so, oh yeah. So, um, so my spirit guide was like, like tapping on me and was like, you got to tell him to work with Jesus. You got to tell him. And I'm oh like, oh, I don't want to tell him that. And then he's like, he's like, I am not going to stop being like a woodpecker on your brain. If you don't yep. tell him this. And I was like, all right, fine. So I tell him and my, and my, trainer is like oh my god he's like yes he's like that makes so much sense because he can protect us and i'm like exactly and so yeah so yeah there's definitely like a jesus thing and then um i've been getting messages on my instagram on american witch with people asking is it okay they're like i'm a devout christian i've been a christian my whole life but all of a sudden now i want to work with witchcraft oh my god and i feel called to it or i want to be an energy healer yeah and and they're like Oh, sorry. That's my phone ringing. <laughs> I'm just it's Jesus it. calling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about heard that. You guys, I heard you guys say my name. <laughs> what if the answering machine just says, hey, this is Jesus. Just want everybody to know that I'm dead. Da- I'm da- I love witches. Okay, bye. <laughs> he does. He loves witches. He, he married a witch. Dude. Mary was a fucking sex worker witch. He married would- a witch. I am convinced Jesus is a witch, to be honest, because think <gasps> about the miracles that he performed. He freaking walks on yes. water. He turns water into wine. Wine He's like, Mormons. Feeds all these people. I mean, and he, I've, I've so many, and he resurrects from the dead. Allegedly. Zombies. I mean, yep. there's all of these <laughs> things that are like super duper witchy, if you think yeah. about it. Yeah, even just his whole, like, the fucking hippie aspect of it. He's totally oh pagan. Totally. Wow, so, but I love this idea of him actually being a witch. Let's get yeah. that started. I'm freaking is, convinced. Is Jesus the one who said that you have to wait three days to text somebody after you get their number? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, is that a rule? I'm, that, I'm that. sure that's an Aries for sure. Trust me, <laughs> wait three days, and then you can come back with it. Um, <laughs> but it is interesting to think that... Um, I love thinking of Jesus as a witch. Like my mom, who hasn't been to church and probably I would, if I had to guess, I'd say 30 years, sends me a fucking Bible, uh, like a Catholic Bible in the mail like a week and a half ago. Just like, I sent you a book to read. And a I'm, book. Like, I'm like, why? Book. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, why am I getting this Bible? But then I'm like, you know what? In Catholic Bibles, usually whenever Jesus is talking, the print is in red mm-hmm. and everything oh, yeah. else is in black. So. I'm going to use it to like, you know, I want to, you know, go back and it's, it's a real easy way to go see what JC was saying and, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. So um, it is interesting that like Jesus is kind of showing up in different ways, I guess, for for all of us, because um, I wasn't even th- like my mom sending me Jesus, essentially, right? when she hasn't. Yeah. You know, she made us stop going to church when we were in high school, wow. uh, when I was like a freshman. She's like, even though we were still in Catholic school. Um, but yeah, and side so, note, yeah. Catholicism.
Catholicism is like the witchiest of all the Christian. Right. Oh it's my definitely God. the most ritualistic, like <laughs> vampire esque. Yeah. 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 Look at I've been call I've been feeling a big calling um, from voodoo lately for that yes. one particular binding I'm doing. And granted, I'm binding racists, so I'm like, oh my god, of course voodoo would be powerful against people who want to shoot black people. Like, of course this is effective. So I've been um, reading up on my voodoo, and I'm like, this shit is fucking intense. Yes. Um. So let's should we get back to Hakate because we've just given yeah, we Jesus should, more airtime than her, and that's not going to fare. We well. should get back to Hakate. Do you want me to? Should I mention the spirit, the thing that's going on with the spirit guides right now? Oh yes, yes, do that. Okay, so so this is like this is the thing that happened. I was giving a reading to someone, and I got a download during the reading, and um, and the download was that it starts out as above, so below. So what's so we're having a sort of material world war right now. You know, the virus is attacking us, but then we also have politics and economy and all this stuff, right? That's your material, that's your so below. As above, there's a spiritual war that's like happening simultaneously. And I mean, I can go way down the wackadoodle, like- <laughs> you Please, know, feel free. This is, this, this is the time and place for it. <laughs> well, okay, so leading up to this whole event, right? A ton of my psychic friends kept feeling like something was coming you know, and my trainer who is actually a baby psychic, like he and I would have these conversations because he'd be like, I keep having these apocalyptic end of the world dreams. And I'm like, me too. And we're like, Do you th- is it prophetic? Is something happening? And I'm like, I don't know. And we try to figure it out. And we'd be like, is it an earthquake? Is it a flood? And like, I remember one time him looking at me, got real quiet and serious. And he was like, a lot of people are going to die, aren't they? And I was like, oh God, there are. But we didn't know what it was. We couldn't say it's a virus. You know what I mean? Like we didn't know. Yeah. And, and also around that same time, and this was like, I want to say around Halloween-ish that we were having these feelings and conversations. And so part of me was like, is it just because it's that time of the year? Like, are we just getting funky crap? Or like, what's going on? Um, but a lot of people started to see shadow people. And so that was like a whole thing, right? And, and then since then, before they got quiet, and I don't know if this happened with you as well, but there was a period where they got super active. Oh my God, yeah. Right? So it was like, so it was like all the light beings were like, like messages and synchronicities. And every time you look at the clock, 11, 11, 1, 2, 3, 4, da, 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 you know, like there was like constantness. And then, um, then this virus wave came in, and then all of a sudden it was like, whoosh, and they were just, they were, go- I mean, like you could feel their presence, but they were quiet. And so um, I think what I'm, what I'm kind of sort of feeling is that the reason why they're quiet right now is that there's, there is some sort of battle taking place in the astral plane between light beings and shadow people, maybe. I'm not so sure. I'm just guessing that part. But it feels like the light beings are definitely battling something on our behalf, right? Yeah. And so when they're quiet, it's because they have, they're doing that. But also, I don't know if you noticed this too, but I've talked to some people about this is that we'll have some days where we're like, wow, we're supercharged, we have this energy. And then we wake up one day, the next day, and we're like, oh my God, I'm so drained. Like, I just want to lie on the couch and like eat cookies and stare at the ceiling. And my, um, the thing that popped into my head about that was those are the days when the light beings are drawing and our spirit guides are really drawing our energy because that battle is particularly difficult that day. Oh my God, this is so good, Melissa. This makes total sense. I also love the visual image of a baby psychic. Like it's like, it's it's like an actual, like there's actually just a little baby. We got, you know, like you just kind of walk up to it with like a deck of tarot cards and and the baby's like, 
and then just grab ones and you're like, holy shit, this baby pulled the tower. I knew it. Like, <laughs> and, and you scry his throw, his throw up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That's so good. <laughs> that's really funny. Aww. You uh, take ba- the diapering off or the diaper. You got to see this baby psychic. Oh my God. It, it'll blow your mind. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, well, that, also oh, in yeah. psych in secrets, I just think I just wanted to plug this. Um, Melissa and I swapped readings recently, and she saw a first all of Ryan's shit came through for me, and I was like, okay, okay, enough, enough. But it was really good. So let's ta- <laughs> let's tell it. that. Yeah, let's tell that in secrets because it's such good stuff. But yeah, Melissa and I drank a bottle of wine again and swapped readings. Oh god, I'm so sorry. Just um, my dog. Well, what I'm curious about too is when it comes to. Um, like you said, like the working with Hakate, it's like this slow burn, right? Um, and then I do, we're going to have to do another episode in the future because this whole like Neptune's my daddy thing, like that's a whole. <laughs> oh my God. Like I, I want to know so what much. that even means. You know what I mean? One so, time I, I texted her something and I was like, I was like, oh, Pan just told me blah, blah, blah or something. Or, I don't know what it was, but it was a text about Pan. And she, all she wrote back was boyfriend with like a big heart emoji. <laughs> <laughs> They do. They have very serious. I mean, you know, especially if you've avoid like Pan. I guess is technically the only boyfriend I have right now. Well, <laughs> Pan is my quarantine crush. Well, let's let's talk about like if Hakate is like, let's say Hakate is like a vocation, right? Like someone's called to work with Hakate, and it's a long term. It's a slow burn, serious commitment. And now, when if 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 someone's called to to do that. There's obviously going to be, you know, it's not like they're, these are monogamous relationships, right? right with right. with these yeah, entities, these all. gods. Like, it's not like that at all. So if someone, someone doesn't need to feel locked in to a single deity, if, is that, is that correct? Well, yeah. Okay. So let me, let me say, let me comment on this because you have to be really careful with with working with multiple deities, especially with working with multiple deities from different pantheons, which is something that I do and I've always been called to do it. Um, but the key sort of thing is to not ever tell any particular deity that you will only work with them and that you will only oh, yeah. praise them. Because once you cross that line and then you try to work with anyone else, you are screwed yeah. and it will mess with you hardcore. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it'd be great if like human relationships could be that way, but uh, alas. I mean, I guess like we do kind of fuck each other's shit up when that happens, but. (laughs) To think about like city, because so it's kind of like, you don't want to like walk to the, to the metaphysical altar unless, you know, it's like until (laughs) death do you part for sure. Right. Right, Like, there's there's no, like you thought the Catholic church frowned on divorce. Uh, Like. (laughs) Wait till you feel the wrath of a deity. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, they yeah, will the, burn your house down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, for real. For real. I love, now, I love are there it. deities oh, who just like, you know, like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am kind of stuff? Are there like deities who, are, who kind of fall into that realm? I, for me, yeah. Like I feel like I've had deities that they're deities. I always don't know how to say that word. But I feel like sometimes the, the gods and goddesses will sort of fall into my life for a particular time. Like maybe I'm going through something like, so three or four years ago, I went through a really, really bad heartbreak where I was just a broken human. And 
I had been working with Odin and Athena since I was little and neither one of them were really cutting it, you know, and, and, I, and I just was completely lost. And all of a sudden, Isis kept popping up all around me and was like, you know, I would see her name in passing or someone would mention her to me or, you know, or what have you. And so finally one day, uh, someone mentioned these Isaac Oracle cards. And so I bought it. I think the name of the person who creates them is like Alana Fairchild or whatever. But anyway, it's like one of my, one of the best decks I've ever gotten. And every single freaking card spoke to me and exactly what I was going through and wow. helped me through that whole terrible heartbreaking process. And then once I was done, like, or not, I'm not done. Cause you know, whatever, but you know what I mean? Once I was sort of like through the thick of it, I guess I should say, she kind of just receded. She just disappeared from me. And all of a sudden Neptune came and was like, all right, now we're getting busy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's pretty I cool. I love that. I feel like Pan is kind of one and done too. Like Pan Yeah, like after I asked that question, I was, it made me think of you and Pan, the way you yeah. work with Pan. He hasn't been around much because there's not a lot I can do in my mother's home at the moment. Uh, you, you know, not a lot of sexing? Not a lot of sexy yeah. time? Oh, it's been bad. It's been terrible. It's a, it's a horrible thing to have a bedroom next to my mother's again, even though I have no partner, but like, <laughs> Wait, so you know what I'm a, saying? <laughs> here's a question, if, if I may, if I may, because I'm just dying to ask everybody this question. So I've noticed that there are two camps happening right now. There's camp no sex and camp horny all the time. Horny all the time. Same. Horny all the time. Horny all the time. Well, and yeah, like it's, in a weird way, a way I haven't been in years. Same here. I feel like a teenager. And me me like, too. Me too. And I talked to like so many other people I've talked to are like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, that sucks. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I, I wish I could have something to say because I'm on the other end of the spectrum where I'm like losing my mind, you know? <laughs> I, I will like adjust my boobs or pull a crumb out of my bra, a crumb out of my bra is very, I'm sure this is resonating with a lot of people right now. Crumbs in the bra <laughs> these days. And I'll, I'll just like graze myself and be like, Oh my God, right. <laughs> I am a mess right now. Yes. But I'm trying to channel that energy. Ryan, how about you? How about you? Cancer man, Sag moon? Well, it, mine's, a, it's complicated because, well, it's not complicated, but it's, <laughs> Because of like the therapy that I've been doing since like last oh, yeah. late last fall, I'm on like a I'm on like a roughly two and a two two and a half week. I'm on a new moon full moon cycle for mm -hmm. you know releasing my or expressing myself. Um, uh, so with like the new with the archetypal tantra that I've been doing, so I you know I think that's contributed to me feeling more powerful. You know because I'm like more contained. Um, in that way. So I can't fuck, like, I just can't wait, like, for, like, every two, like, every two weeks, I'm just like, oh, come What's on, the moon new moon, when's this new moon coming? <laughs> when's the fucking new moon coming? And it's like, you know, no pun intended, but like the, but yeah, I love when that new moon comes. I love when that full moon comes. Uh, it's uh, like, yeah, so I'm just like, I, luckily, I feel like um, it's helped me but like, I mean, every once in a while I'll have these moments where I'm just like, you know, like I, you know, I almost feel like I have to handcuff myself. Yes. Damn. I know that feeling. Um, <laughs> and it's like, oh, is that a surface? And it's like, oh, is that a, <laughs> is that a waist high surface? You know, 
Like imagine oh, like that, a teenage kid in a kiosk at the mall who's kind of like, why are yes. you always leaning on the fucking counter? Do it's I like, hear the <laughs> Do I hear the wash on spin cycle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that a doorknob? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm in that camp as well. But I think it also depends on like how healthy I'm being um, with you know mentally and physically. Um, like if I'm eating nothing but straight garbage, like in the past, I'm like, oh, I'm just too like, I'm too horny. I just, I'll eat like half a gallon of ice cream. That'll, oh that'll gosh. put me in a position where I'm not, you know, like being driven crazy by that. And so if right. I eat like a half a gallon of ice cream in the past, I could be like, okay, we're going to deal with this. I'll just eat half a gallon of ice cream. I'll feel like, I'll feel like complete shit. And then it'll, it'll, this will pass. Uh, but I, cancer energy. Yeah, but I try not to do that. I'm trying to be <laughs> off sugar, so I can't be doing that. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, it doesn't matter how much fucking salad you eat. You're still going to be horny. Right. <laughs> Great segue. Okay, well, I think, that means to be like a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's how we're going to end this one because I think we're, we're at that time. Okay. So, um, we're obviously going to have to, there's obviously a lot more to talk about here. Um, so hopefully in the future, uh, you know, we'll do this uh, in the near future, like in person. Uh, I want to film stuff. I want to film some seance shit with Melissa. Like I want us to Let's do some do it. especially in October, depending all of this. Cause before I was feeling like October would be okay. Mm-hmm. And now things shifted a little bit again. So who, who fucking knows you guys? We'll, we'll like, play it by, we'll play it by ear and by eye and, and, you know, just kind of, and by feeling and, and see what happens. But um, yes, we're let's, intuitive. Um, let's make sure everyone knows exactly where to find you on social media, on uh, the internet, et cetera. It's super easy. Just find me on Instagram at American Witch 13. Yeah. Yeah. It's and such a fun yeah, account. Yeah. And everything kind of, you know, and you can go down the rabbit hole uh, of Melissa from there, yes. launching from that, from that spot. And, uh, oh, and, you know, maybe sometime, sometime in the future, in some kind of version of the future, you'll uh, be lucky enough to, to actually be one of the few people that attends a, a, you know, a seance that you lead uh, because it's, it's really, really cool. Um, and uh, yeah. So make sure I you give a follow I, on Instagram. I think I talked Melissa into doing the necromancy thing in new Orleans with me. If this works out, <laughs> if everything goes well for November, we want to go do that. And Ryan, I think I talked you into joining as well. If everything goes as planned. Well, I mean, we were having that discussion. Yeah, we're, we're having this a discussion. <laughs> we're still having it. Yeah, yeah we're still having that discussion. You and I are on like different, different sides of the cemetery fence when it comes oh, to doing things no, in cemeteries. I told him, Ryan is so good and respectful about doing things in, in a cemetery. And wasn't it you, Melissa, saying they're not there? Wasn't yes. that you telling me? Yeah, they're yeah. not there, Ryan. They're there for you the know living. Who is there? This is what Melissa said. She said, do you want to say, Melissa, you said the thing about how the spirits who do want to be contacted are there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Well, cause think about like the nature of being a spirit. You're sort of, you can be anywhere at any time and you can be multiple places at the same time. Right. Um, but for the most part, spirits are like not going to hang out where they were buried because that's not what they're drawn Boring. to. It, yeah. And it's not what they were connected to in life. You know, if they're going to hang out here at all, it's going to be, you know, whatever their favorite places were, you know, and maybe for some of them for the goths, maybe it is a cemetery, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, but I do believe that that they will, or I feel that they do show up if you go there 
You know, like my dad had one experience where he went to a cemetery with my stepmom and they were trying to find her parents and she couldn't remember where the grave was and they're wandering around. And then all of a sudden my dad heard someone calling this way and they walked in that direction and came right to his grave. So I do think they show up if they know you're there and want to connect, but I don't yes. think they're just hanging and, out. And, and there's for sure crazy magic you can do to draw the spirit back to the body, which I think is a little inhumane. I'm not super into it. It's like Beetlejuice when they make, they force them back, you know, it's, yeah just like Beetlejuice, which I've been obsessed with. I don't like to force anybody to do anything. No, no. We wouldn't do that, Ryan. We wouldn't do that. Ryan, yeah, I mean, it's like, us. it's the people, the living that, uh, that, that concern me the most. It's the people mm-hmm. who are still alive that concern me. Because you know how people get about their, their people that were close to them, their grave sites. Because, I mean, those are holy places for them. Right. Good for totally. the people who are alive. Those are the people I worry about. Like, you're disrespecting my fucking grandfather's grave, you know, uh, right. or, or whatever. It's like, those are the people I'm worried about. Yeah, um, we wouldn't do fair. anything like that. Yeah, but no, but anyway, we can talk. We can talk about that another time. The cemetery. Um, but also, I just wanted to say real quick, you guys, we have new merch. A really fucking badass Hakate shirt. I sent. I sent you the link, right, Melissa, to see it. I'm so yes. proud of it. <laughs> I designed it. I did it on an an app or something. I don't even know how it worked. Um, but also, um, uh, leave us a review. Write us a review and send us a screenshot. Like iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen. And um, the first week of May, I'm going to announce a winner for a free psychic reading based on. I have to get the screenshot. I'm just not going to go through. Like you have to send us the thing so we know you entered. Yeah. Um, also, how to uh, t- how to contact you. Um, but yeah, go do that. And uh, um, Melissa, you said where you want to be. If you want phone readings from Melissa, she's amazing. I just got one last week. It was great. Um, also, I do that too. Either of us, whatever. Um, Ryan, you want to tell them where to find us? You're always better at this. Uh, this is where the magic <laughs> You can find us on Instagram at where magic happens, at lovelable, at rising. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Magic Moment. Um, I do love the, uh, the interaction there and how. Uh, <laughs> Especially about the, about the Sag, uh, Sages thinking. I will tell you what, lovable. I didn't come up with that. A Scorpio the, the astrologer told me that. Uh, astrological sign. I don't Definitely agree. Sag- I'm a, hey, I'm Sag. Hey, I'm, I'm Sag. Doing, I'm doing um, so much shadow work lately. I'm like, God, you suck. But, uh, but at the end of the day, just remember one thing. This shit is real.